Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia, unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people, and make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 66 on page 417. O oh, be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O oh, how wonderful art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O oh, come hither, and behold the works of God. How wonderful is he is in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into thy snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spank, speak with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Here beginneth the 63rd chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Who is this who comes from Edom, with dyed garments from Basra? This one who is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red, and your garment like one who treads in the white winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me. I have trodden them in anger, and trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my robes. The day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeemed has come. I looked, but there was no one to help. And I wondered, and there was no one to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation for me, and my own fury it sustained me. I have trodden down the peoples in my anger, made them drunk in my fury, and brought down their strength to the earth. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord, according to all the Lord has bestowed on us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, Surely they are my people, children who will not lie. So he became their savior, in all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit, so he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit within them, who led them by the glorious hand, right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them, to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness, that they might not stumble? As a beast goes down into the valley, and the Spirit of the Lord causes him to rest, so you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation, holy and glorious, where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies toward me. Are they restrained? Doubtless you are our father, though Abraham was ignorant of us and Israel does not acknowledge us. You, O Lord, are our father. Our redeemer from everlasting is your name. O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways and harden our heart from your fear? Return for your servant's sake. The tribes of your inheritance, your holy people have possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We've become like those of old over whom you never ruled, those who were never called by your name. Your end of the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. 
The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the third chapter of the of the the first epistle to John or John one. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain who was of the wicked one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brothers righteous. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for, for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? 
My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our God condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. Here ends the second lesson. Oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has poured upon us the new light of thine incarnate word, Grant that the same light enkindled in our hearts may shine forth in our lives, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, 
and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our lesson from Isaiah seems to sort of be divided into three sections that um, we step back it can make some some logical sense. One is the one comes from uh, Basra, from dyed garments, from Edom. It's an image of judgment uh, coming on the world, and and um, this is the this is a central idea of the Old Testament. God comes to judge to make it all right. And so everyone standing before this righteous judge, it kind of moves on to God's people whom he's chosen. Uh, but it turns out his people, though he's chosen them and called them, they've also rebelled and, and become subject to judgment. Um, and, and so the, the you know, the, this uh, situation of, of, of they're, they're not redeemed either. And it ends with a kind of prayer of penance where it is say, look down from heaven and see from your holy habitation um, and um, kind of this, this prayer uh, that, that um, oh Lord, you have made us stray from your ways and hardened our hearts um, and kind of this prayer for God to remember his people. And that can kind of take us over to 1 John <clears throat> where, where John is really talking about the status of God's new people as his children. So those who recognize that God comes in judgment, recognize that they've not done what God called them to do, have turned to God in repentance and faith, and they've become the children of God. And St. Uh, John talks about, um, now we're the children of God, and it's not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. We shall see him as he is. And this, this, this is, we've been born again as children of God, we, we live now as children of God, and the goal of our lives, the telos, is to, is to be fully what we are. And John says an interesting thing, the world doesn't know us because it didn't know him, just as the Son of God became man, and the, he, he came into his own, his own did not receive him, no one knew him, understood what he came for. So we as children of God in the world, um, no one knows us when we live truly in Christ, we live in this sort of otherness from the world. We're aiming at things the world is not aiming at. We're living in a manner of life that the world is not participating in, and so the world does not know us. And he says a, a few things about this sort of life in uh, as children of God he, that, that can be misunderstood. He said, whoever uh, abides him does not sin. And you could um, misunderstand this to be sort of a sinless perfection. You've never committed a sin. We know that John doesn't mean that because already said back in the first chapter, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. What it means is does not sin. It means does not practice sin, does not um, as a manner, normal manner of life, you know, get up planning to plot evil, is not looking to sin. Uh, sin in the Christian life in for those who are children of God is something sometimes we in a moment where we fall into temptation, we're drawn away from that abiding in Christ. We fall into some kind of temptation that leads us into something. That's not the practice of sin. That's, that's being distracted from that life. 
And that's why we continually come back with repentance and faith to our prayer, to that space of abiding in him. But when he says that whoever abides in him does not sin, it's it's literally impossible to live a life of prayer where we're you know, receiving grace from God in the sacrament, coming to God to, to commune with him through prayer in, in, our, in our prayers each day, and then go from there and actually sin. If you are doing that, you'll have this conviction it won't be possible. So either you have to abandon your prayer or you'll have to abandon the sin. The, the nature of life in Christ doesn't allow the two to coexist. And so that's that's what he's talking about. So he's really talking about a relationship, living in close relationship with God. And this is, as he says at the very end, that we're, um, we know by his spirit, by this relational connection we have, we know that's what he's given us. And and we're living him, we're not practicing sin, we're being cleansed of sin. We will, in our ways, we will get distracted, sins of thought, word and deed, and we'll come back to our prayer as we abide in him. As John said in the first chapter, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. As we're, so we're practicing righteousness, and sin becomes incidental to that. And that's what shows us to be the children of God. So this is this is the 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 life we live, and what John the the two things that John is very clear about is this life is shown in action. We don't practice sin, and we love the brethren. It's shown by when we see a need, we can fill. Where we respond to that, you see a brother in need, we and we have the ability to do something about it. We respond to it. Love is tangible in action. Remember again that John is uh, is really dealing with this Gnostic heresy that wanted to separate faith, make that something in your heart that was separate from separate from your actual life. For John, it means that living in him means manifesting that life in our behavior uh, each day. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and redeem them according to their sovereign necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that 